Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Social Media School with Sonia Kelji. This episode is going to be a lot about content creation. And let's narrow it down even more. A lot of the focus will be on Instagram content creation. And today's guest just really has the most high quality posts that I have seen in terms of photos, in terms of stories, and in terms of blog posts. So much thought and so much love and quality goes into it. So I am extremely, extremely excited to bring her out. But before I do that, I just want to remind everyone that Social Media School with Sonia Kilji is not just a podcast, it is a community. So please join us after this episode in our Facebook group, Social Media School with Sonia Kilji. That's S-A-N-I-A-K-H-I-L-J-E-E. You'll be able to ask the guest some questions as well as catch a lot of live trainings on social media and business there. Now, today's guest, I have known her for years now. We, I don't even know when we met or which platform it really was, but oh my gosh, she is truly, truly the most beautiful person inside and out. She has a ton of followers on Instagram, but is so, so humble and is a beauty expert as well as really focused and dialed in on ethical beauty specifically, which is a very, very cool space to be in. So, well, please help me welcome Neha Hobson. Thank you for being on the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's so awesome to chat to you again. Yes, our last conversation was over one year ago, like voice to voice. And I know we've been talking a lot in between, but it's just so, so good to be able to connect this way again. And listen, I may have been busy, but I stayed, I stayed so in touch with all of your content still because it is just so beautiful. Oh, thank you. You are amazing. Like the fact that you're a new mother and you just, you're all over everything. You're always supporting people, leaving comments on my account. And I'm just like, how does she do? And then running businesses and like, how does she do everything? You know what? I, I don't know. And I don't think I'm doing a very good job of balancing any of it. So the quarantine does help give me a little bit more time to create content. And you know what's been really interesting is to see, I think, just the creativity people are experiencing now that they've just got some time, you know, to create, to reflect. And I'm seeing so much more art. I'm hearing so much more music and better yet, I'm seeing a lot more beautiful content online. So I think this episode is really coming at a fantastic time because Neha, again, like I said, you have some of the best content I have personally seen and I can tell that you put a lot of time into it. So talk to everyone a little bit about what your daily content schedule looks like. Daily content schedule. Wow. So my content, so being an ethical beauty specialist and a content creator, I work a lot with skincare and makeup brands that have very specific goals um, and deliverables with the content that they've asked me to create for them. So the content schedule really varies. It could be one month where I've got a ton of collabs and it's a lot of flat lay photography. Um, It's selfies of me. Um, It could be quotes because I try and really mix up my account to make it inspirational as well as educational. So the, the content to answer your question, I mean, there's no kind of set formula, if that makes sense. 
No, it does. It does. Because for me too, I don't really have set formula. I just kind of take it like I do it day by day. I really go day by day. I know some people like to plan out their content like one week in advance. And for me, I don't know why that's never really worked. Mostly because I feel like sometimes inspiration for a certain topic just hits and that's just what I want to talk about. So, oh, we're so similar. Yeah, I can totally relate to what you just said. Do you plan out a week ahead or do you just kind of take it day by day as well? When I launched Beauty by Neha, what, almost two years ago, I was doing that because that's quote unquote the right way to do it. Like, you know, everyone's like, you got to plan your content. You have to think ahead. That does have a place, but I'm more like you. Like I will max maximum plan like a week in advance, but I won't necessarily like to be able to have a plan, especially for my paid work, but I won't necessarily stick to that. I won't make it rigid. I'll do what feels right at the time because like my biggest value personally and in my business is authenticity. So if something doesn't feel right and it's not authentic, it's not aligned, I'm not going to force myself to do it. Okay, so that is definitely probably why we vibe so well with each other's content. Because for me, it's like, what am I feeling in that moment? What am I, what's happening in the world? What's going on? What is currently trending? What's in the news? And that kind of all coincides to, it like kind of reflects in the content that I put out. However, I do have like a notepad of ideas. And so it's just, you know, a note on my notes section of my phone. And I probably have close to like maybe a hundred ideas on there. So wow. can I, <laughs> can I have a look at those? <laughs> absolutely. I mean, it's just ideas for TikTok, ideas for LinkedIn, ideas for Facebook, ideas for Instagram, people I want to interview, people I'm going to interview. I mean, all across the board. And what I have personally found, at least for coming up with ideas about what to post. So this is just something that I've come across is that if you look at like what's going viral in your niche and start to do a little bit of, you know, just consume a little bit of content and then just go on a walk and holy crap, I have been just like exploding with ideas and then I just like rushed to write them down lately. So talk to us about how you get inspired for the content that you create. Yeah. So it's very interesting what you said about what's going viral. So I've, I think in beauty, you, you have to really know who you are in beauty. So for me, my content is inspired by who do I want to be? Like, what is my highest self? And I know that's probably not a conventional answer, but my highest self is someone who wants to make a positive impact in the world. And that's what I'm trying to do with Beauty by Neha on multiple levels. So if my content is not educating people, inspiring positive change, inspiring women to feel beautiful from within, not just look beautiful, understand that beauty is holistic. And how do they make those changes in their daily practical lives? How do they switch from a Chanel lipstick to something that doesn't have chemical, that hasn't been tested on an animal and actually lines up with their values? Like those are the things that are important to me. And that's what inspires me, if that makes sense. So I don't really look outwards as much. I look inwards for my inspiration. 
that's really, really um, beautiful because I have the same philosophy as far as happiness goes. You know, I don't look outwards for it. I look for, I look for it inwards. And, you know, you think of beauty as something that's so surface level almost. Oftentimes mm. you get like lost in that. And then you're really reminding people about what it's, it's way deeper than skin goes. It's way more than that. And I think by tying your, your content to this larger meaning, this larger just purpose, I imagine that has quite an effect on, on your audience. It does. It does. There's other people doing it. I'm definitely not the only one, but the ethical beauty or the green beauty niche has really taken off as we, as a society, kind of start to understand the consequences of the damage that we're doing and even just how we've been deceived. I mean, it's, it's true for so many industries, but especially in beauty, we've been deceived with beautiful packaging and clever marketing and we're not living by our values. When we look behind the scenes, the things that we're supporting with our money and with our attention so it's 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 a it's a whole topic but beauty and then also just instagram pushing this idea of beauty in a box and it just i speak about this when i do my workshops um these live workshops that i do with salons um this inevitably like comes up women feel so trapped like they have to look a specific way they have to look like you know, Kim Kardashian or whoever is being idolized at the time. And there's this one or two types of uh, like a specific makeup look that they feel like they have to do or injectables in their lips or in their cheeks or, you know, whatever it might be to actually be, feel like someone will consider them beautiful. And to me, that is like the saddest thing ever. So in terms like, you know, I have talked to you about makeup before. Um, I have really struggled with my appearance. I have struggled with putting on makeup. I have struggled with like my skin breaking out and I really don't wear it that often. I really truly don't. And so there's a lot of girls that struggle with themselves on camera. Okay, like really struggle with themselves on camera. And so one thing that um, you know, one thing that I want to ask you is what advice would you give to those girls that are afraid to take a selfie or a video and post that on social media because of just insecurity? The first thing I would tell them is I'm right there with you. Cause just because I do this for work doesn't make me perfect. I've only recently started doing IGTV videos, even though I knew it was going to help my brand. And so many people kept saying to me, your personality is not coming across anyone can make anything of a photo, you know, you need to do videos. So I get it, but I kept putting it off till I absolutely had to do it. Um, it's, it's very difficult. My advice would be do the work, do the work on yourself because till you work on yourself, um, you're not till the changes happen inside of you, you're not going to actually be self-aware and have the, the skills that you need to have that kind of confidence. Um, and, and my second piece of advice would be, try and and um, just figure out and realize your own beauty. And I know that, that that can almost feel a bit false. Like you might need to wake up in the morning and write down five things that are unique to you, whether that's just looks or personality or both, like things that you love, turn them into affirmations and, and meditate on them daily. And I know a lot of um, meditation and self-work is really taking off online. So there's a lot of really good accounts in this space that you can follow and read up on. But I think the change 
really has to happen within because we can use all the filters in the world and hey, use filters. I, I use them. I love them. But till you actually feel beautiful, it, it doesn't, that vibe, that feeling doesn't actually resonate. It doesn't come across in your work, in your video, in your selfie. So it has to be an internal thing. I think, I think that there will be people who listen to this episode, Neha, and they're going to be like, wow, she's really speaking to me because that's honestly how I feel. And I also want to add that practice truly helps in gaining confidence. I know a lot of girls that when they were starting out, it just was very awkward to pose. It was very awkward to take photos. And then suddenly it just became like a muscle that they've been exercising and it became easier and easier. I know so many girls that were in that boat and guess what there's a lot of resources online for how to pose how to edit photos how to how to apply makeup so that it looks good in in, in, in photos and guess what i use eyelash extensions and good lighting and love them tell you love that. eyelash extensions just make sure they're cruelty free because <laughs> you'd be yes. shocked some of them are actual mink but don't get me started on that Oh, I, I will definitely talk to you about that after. But see, there's little hacks that you can do that go a very, very long way. And so, you know, what Neha is really saying, again, is come to the core of everything. Go, go to the core of who you are. And, you know, one thing that's been really beautiful for me to see is all shapes and sizes of, of individuals just really starting to blow up. Like, I have been really obsessed with TikTok lately, and I've seen girls are you know, like a lot larger. It's not like your XXS, you know, on there. They're a lot larger and they're dancing and they are killing it with their dance moves. And go into the comment section and it's nothing but support. And that's really beautiful because I haven't seen that on a platform yet. I, you know, if you're on Facebook, you get torn down for anything and everything. So I think really, right now, I don't really use Facebook for that reason. Yeah. Don't like it. Right now is the time to really get into it, you know, get into your skin and start putting yourself out there because I think people are getting tired of the negativity and these new platforms are very encouraging. And if you see the trend on social media is a lot more BTS in authenticity. And mm. we're getting away from like the super filtered Instagram photos and we're going really deep into just who are you really? And so I think it's a really good time to be a content creator. So Neha, what are some advice for tools and apps and softwares that people can use to kind of put their content together? Yeah, look, there's so many apps and things that you can use. Um, I'll just preface this by saying what you just said is so important. If you can figure out what the content is that performs best for you and resonates, and I can, I share separately what that is for me, but that kind of almost determines how you create your content, what apps you use, because it's, it flows down. It's like, what are your goals? What's the content that your audience will resonate with that actually performs best for you? And then you figure out those practical steps on how to create it. So for me, in terms of apps, um, I use Planoly to plan out all of my content because it's very, as much as I like to uh, as we've discussed on the day, be quite spontaneous. And if something doesn't feel right, I won't post it. At the same time, you've, you've got to have some plan. And it's nice to be able to see my whole Instagram feed mapped out in plan only. 
and see the, the vibe that's coming across the color. Sometimes I'll move things around because I'll need a filler post. There's too much of my face in there. And I'm like, oh, I need a quote or I need a photo of a model or you know something else, a flat lay image or something. So Planoly is a must, I think, for planning out your content and also Trello. Have you heard of Trello? I have heard of Trello, but I haven't used it yet. Can you tell me what it's about? So Trello, it's like a dashboard, like a, um, something you can have on your phone or your uh, laptop. I use it on my laptop because it's easy. You basically map out your tasks. So as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, it's very difficult when you have to do anything and everything in the business. And there's so many like little tasks and big things. So Trello helps you create almost like cards and um just kind of like divide up your, your tasks based on what you have to do. So I might have a section for like collaborations and all the work I've got to do for that. I've got another one for personal branding, maybe one for like technical tasks, something for branding. And then every single day I can tick things off and it just feels really good in Trello because you can tick it off and put it under completed and you can also see what's coming up next. So I can actually plan out, for example, like for beautybyneha.com, I can plan out, okay, what are my articles? Who are my contributors this month? And I plan all of that out in Trello and then I supplement those, those articles with a post and I can plan those out in Planoly. So they kind of work together, if that makes sense. Okay. That is really cool. You sound 200 million times more organized than me. <laughs> I have a notebook where I write lists and I proceed to get none of the lists done and then I create new lists. And that's <laughs> organization tactics. So Neha, you need to go ahead and plan my entire life for me because clearly, clearly there's a better way. I'm Hang on. I didn't say I actually take everything off. That's a separate conversation. But, but knowing you, I know that you do. You are a detail-oriented person and it truly shows. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> My husband tells me that all the time. Oh, <laughs> well, you know what? You guys are, you guys are, are super, super cute as a couple. And oh man. Okay. So Planoly, I need to start using that. Trello, I definitely need to check out. And I think Neha, I had messaged you the other day about a tool that you use on stories because your stories always have like the most beautiful flow. So talk to us about uh, creating really pretty stories. Yeah, so there's lots of really good apps now. My favorite one that you commented on is Mojo app. I think anyone and everyone can use it because it's so simple. They have templates that are being uploaded and, and uh, updated daily. Um, and you can just kind of figure out what you're trying to do. So for example, if I post, I'll quickly go into Mojo. I'll upload that post to Mojo, um, add some cute emojis, maybe a different kind of font, and then I'll basically put that on my story to alert people that I've just posted because a lot of the time with the algorithm, people will miss your newest post. So if they see a very well-made story, they're more likely to go back to your post and engage with it. So Mojo app, and then you can also just add music through that app too, which is pretty cool. So, okay, that's cool. So is there music already built into that app or do you have to pull it from your playlist? You can either, so it's got music that's built into it that's a little bit generic. Um, so sometimes I won't use the music feature. And then when I've uploaded it onto my stories, I'll use the Instagram music um, feature to actually add music onto it, which you can do as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, I actually don't incorporate a lot of music or audio in my stories. I don't know why, but I just assume that a lot of people are not using their audio when they're going through Instagram. Oh. And I've heard that, but I think they do. 
I need to start testing more audio. Uh, that is one thing I'm going to take away from this conversation is I definitely need to do a lot more audio play. Now I do videos, but I always caption my videos because I'm assuming that people have their audio off, but I don't know. It'll be cool to test that. Yeah, and then there's editing apps. There's Snapseed and Visco, V-S-C-O, which is a professional editing studio app that's really, really good. So if you're, if you're a creative or, you know, even in business these days, Instagram is all about being creative and marketing yourself in a creative way. So use these apps to actually edit the photos, add some filters. Sometimes you get photos of, of your product or of yourself that are just, you know, the lighting might be a little bit off or you just want to take it to that next professional level so like with snapseed what i do is if i've got a brand collaboration and i've and i've uh, taken photographs of a product i will use snapseed to actually sharpen and enhance the logo uh, or the brand name um, of the brand in those shots if that makes sense because i want that to stand out above everything else i want that to be really sharp in the image so just little things like that that actually make a big difference to how it's received Okay, so there's a lot that people can take away from now how you, how you treat your clients, right? Your clients being companies that collaborate with you. There are so many influencers, and I've certainly been guilty of this in the past, where um, like we'll receive something and we'll kind of like half-ass our um, post about them. We won't, we won't do a very high quality job in uh, representing their products or representing, you know, doing a video review or a photo review. Like we just won't do, we won't, we just kind of hurry to get it done like a to-do list item versus put a lot of like thought and energy into actually promoting it. And again, you are probably one of the top people that I know that does a really high quality job of that. So talk to me about your process. Like once you get a collaboration, what, what steps do you go to, through to make sure that you, you do represent them in, in the right way? Yeah, so for me, it really comes down to taking quality over quantity with collabs because I first and foremost make sure that their values, their philosophy, what they stand for, it's aligned with my brand. I just keep coming back to alignment because the work that I do for them and anything that I create, it has to look good for beauty by Neha. It has to suit my brand, but it also has to do justice to their brand. There's no way I can do that if we're very different in, in what we believe in. So there has to be that alignment that brings us together. The process really depends on their goals. So I always have the conversation, what are you looking for? What are your key goals in terms of PR and marketing at the moment? A lot of them will say uh, brand awareness. So I think, um, being honest with them is also really important. So I'll go back and say, okay, brand awareness is great. I've got over 130,000 followers or, you know, whatever it is on Instagram, but they're not all in Australia. My main market is actually in the U S and quite global. So we'll, we'll start the conversation there, figure out their goals. Most brands just want awareness and credibility. Then we'll work out, okay. Um, are we looking at flat lay shots? Are we looking at show showcasing what your skincare or makeup can do in which case I'll use a model to create some creative content or I'll do a look on myself it might be a very serious topic in which case I'll do a video which I've started doing now um, for example they might want me to talk about you know how their product doesn't have parabens and why this is really important right now in the current climate that we live in with you know 
our body is just being overloaded with chemical, something like that, you really need a video because it's, it's very involved um, or a product review on Beauty by Neha, in which case I'll write like a proper article explaining what differentiates the brand um, and then send people back to their website or their campaign. So there's a, there's a lot that goes into collabs and sometimes it's all of those things. Sometimes it's a flat lay shot. Sometimes it's a giveaway. Honestly, I'm blessed. My job is there's not a single day that's the same. That is awesome. Like the fact that you ask them, okay, what are your goals and really start there is, and, and start with the alignment. That is very important because I think at least what I've seen Neha, a lot of girls are just like desperate to get collabs in the first place. And they just kind of take anything and everything that comes their way. And then they do just like a really rushed job of putting that product out there and they don't take their time with the process. And so seeing kind of just, again, the professionalism uh, with which you handle it, I'm sure you hear this all the time, but I'm, I'm sure that companies come to you and they're like, thank you, you really did a great job. I really appreciate that. Because they- yeah, I've had some good testimonials lately. Oh, sorry to cut you off. I've had um, some really good testimonials about that, exactly what you just said. And I didn't realize it was such, I didn't realize the problem was so bad in this area. And communication in general, I've been on the opposite side of influencer marketing where I've had to like try and get influencers on board and it's just really, really hard to get through and communicate with them. And so when you can communicate and when you go back and forth and you take your time and you're responsive and you're on a timeline, it makes all the difference in the world. And then let me just highlight one more thing that you said, Neha, which is testimonials i think if you're an influencer and you are searching for more collabs getting testimonials and putting that on your blog site or your website is very very important because that is when someone reaches out to you or if you even reach out to companies you're able to portray hey these are the other collaborations i've worked with this is what they've said and better yet if you can produce provide statistics like hey we got them this many views this many link clicks things of that sort oh my god it goes so far and i'm speaking from the entrepreneur perspective as well as the influencer perspective when i say that makes all the difference in the world absolutely you've got to have testimonials you've got to have a media kit because yeah like i said i didn't realize there were so many low quality influences and you know what the joke of it all is not only have they ruined it for the rest of us that actually try and do a good job and you know, it's a serious business. They've also created this dynamic where a lot of companies will approach me and say they want a contra collab. So content in exchange for product. And look, I've just basically, my new rule is not nine out of 10 times. That's a no. The only time I'm, because I can't, pay my bills off of products. The only time that I will say yes to that now that I have built all this experience is if it's like a dream brand, someone I, I really want to work with that I really respect, they're doing really good things and they're huge and they don't need um, bloggers as such or they don't need me because they can get anyone. In that case, I'll be like, all right, I will do this to be aligned with you and to actually experience what it's like to work with you because you're amazing but that will almost never happen because it's just you've got to learn to say no to unpaid collabs and then if you're doing that do a good job you've got to learn to actually provide good content i agree with you and i really hope people are actually hearing you now like actually hearing what you're saying and not just like okay yeah that's right that like 
you know, when you hear someone and you're like, oh, that's what I should be doing, but you don't actually take action. And I hope everyone listening to this actually takes action on the advice and actually checks out Neha's account. Because what's really important is to see this happening in action because I can speak about it with so much enthusiasm, but you've got to see the way she does her posts. You've got to see her the way she does her collaboration. You've got to take a look at her blog posts and you've got to take a look at her media kit. So Neha, where can people find out more about you? So they can go find me on Instagram. I'm under Neha, N-E-H-A underscore uh, ethical beauty. I recently changed my username and I'm very happy about it. <laughs> or they can find me on, um, or they can go to my website and my professional blog, which is beautybyneha.com, which is where if you're a beauty brand, you'll see professional product reviews and work, paid work that I've done for other brands. Um, and if you're just someone that wants beauty advice, it's not a generic website. There are all these sections. So we've got skincare articles, makeup articles. We've even got a small section on business. Um, Sanya, I know you've contributed to that section. It's got some amazing um, insight for entrepreneurs and creatives. And then obviously there's that inner beauty section, which is a huge part of my message and branding. Um, and we, you know, there's some serious stuff in there that, that we've discussed, you know, how do you feel beautiful? How, what's the psychology behind beauty? Um, what can you do? What's a good morning routine, for example. So it's a very holistic place um, that they can kind of get value from. I love it. So everyone, please go check her out. And, and really the message of today is, the inner beauty as well as the outer beauty, the confidence when it, when it comes to content creation, the fact that you've got a lot of tools at your disposal when it comes to softwares and, and when it comes to collaboration, please put, be professional, communicate well, figure out goals, figure out your messaging, figure out what's in alignment and make sure that every single thing, every part of your messaging, every part of your brand and every part of your persona is all in alignment with who you truly and honestly are. Neha, this has been an amazing episode. And I just want to encourage everyone to, again, Join us to continue this conversation in our Facebook group, which is Social Media School with Sanya Kilji. Thank you so much, Neha, for your time. Thank you, Sanya. This has been amazing. Um, it just went so quickly. Um, but thank you to everyone who's listened. Uh, it's amazing to connect with you. I have so much respect for the work that you're doing. Um, keep it up. And I'm um, just grateful to be a, be a part of your tribe. I am. I love it. So thank you everyone for listening and we will catch you on the next episode with Social Media School with Sanya Kelji. Thanks everyone.